Okay, are we ready to go? We're just going to uh, wing it, same as the last one. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. okay. Um, I think we'll find out that we're we're already recording, so, uh, but we are, we are recording, so I'll have to cut this out. But um, anyways, okay, here we go. <laughs> In a minute, sorry. <laughs> I, oh, bad time to get the giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you don't oh, okay. laugh. It makes it so much more contagious. <laughs> I know. I'm you, sorry. You need to include it because you'll get more listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, whatever silliness we did last time certainly worked. But uh, anyways, uh, okay, let's get started. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to um, the VPA New Brunswick monthly podcast. This is podcast number five. Uh, and I would like to uh, welcome several people. First of all, I'd like to welcome back my my co-hosts, uh, Dr. Sarah Stewart-Spencer, who is the head of the MACP program, and uh, Sebastian Bustamante, who is the manager of student services. And joining us, uh, our two special guests this time are, we have Aaron Hatfield, who is the Director of Communications for Yorkville and Toronto Film School. And we also have with us the um, University Librarian, Paul Graham. Um, and he's the librarian for, Paul, correct me if I'm wrong, but for the both schools, correct? Yorkville and TFS. Yes, indeed. Uh, taking questions from across the spectrum of student programs. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, well, thank you both. Well, thank you all for being here, but thank you to our special guests. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I think, well, let's start with uh, Paul. Uh, so, Paul, what, uh, what's going on in the library world? <laughs> the library world. <laughs> what you mean uh, globally or in well, my no, office? No. How about <laughs> yeah? How about let's limit it to Yorkville and TFS? <laughs> uh, well, lots. Uh, everybody knows by now we've launched a new uh, library system, a discovery service, and uh, it doesn't radically change what you see in the library. I think that might throw some people off because they, maybe they were looking for some massive titanic changes that, uh, that would make it all look different. But it, 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 it comes down to a search box on the library site. Um, but that's sort of just the entry point. You begin searching there on that new search box on the library site. And it gives you access to all of the collections. So everything, ebooks, videos, mm -hmm. um, a, a, an array of resources. Because previously, we had to search these things individually. You'd have to go into EBSCO and search EBSCO. You'd have to go into ProQuest and search ProQuest. And as we grow, as we add more collections, that's just not tenable because you have to mm -hmm. add journals, you have to add more resources, and nobody wants to search, you know, what would be 14, 15, 20 different vendors uh, for the same term. You need an easy, mm -hmm. clear way of searching everything, and Discovery does that. And it does it really well, I have to say. I don't know if any of the rest of you have tried it, but uh, it's it's fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. It's been a long time coming, and it's uh, it works really well. And I know you pushed for that for years, Paul. So um, thanks for finally making that happen uh, on behalf of every Yorkville and TFS student and faculty <laughs> member. 
we we yeah. still have a we still have a way to go with that. Uh, I would say that we're probably at eighty percent of what it can do. Uh, there's still some you know technical issues to iron out. There are a lot of follow up post implementation questions, but the the fundamentals are there. Being able to search everything. That's awesome. So it's just going to get better. It will. Um, there there are many options that mm -hmm. are invisible to students. And the reason they're invisible is we don't want to overwhelm people with all of the different apps and options that exist. Um, mm -hmm. It would just it would just clutter up the visual space. It would it would it would be problematic. So we just started with the basics, get things mm -hmm. working, the basic apps, the basic features. Like when you search for a topic, say counseling, and then you see all of the counseling ebooks that we have located in the same search to the right of the screen, well, those are some of these features that we activated uh, initially. Mm -hmm. that, that's awesome, Paul. And and I think uh, a question that our our viewers would would really appreciate your answer to is, like if if. Uh, you want to give an advice to a student that is about to engage in research. I think in online learning, uh, we, as a student myself, we have to learn to be autonomous. And I know that can be a little bit scary sometimes. Uh, I know that I'm in my eighth course in my MED program and I'm still scared of research. So <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to ask you, um, Paul, if you, what are your ABCs of going into you know, into engaging into the library, right? Like, what do you mm -hmm. recommend students to keep in mind um, as well uh, when when going into using your library services? Well, it's always challenging because mm -hmm. I have different advice for different assignments, for different uh, subjects, for different programs. Mm -hmm. But generally, just generally, uh, the way to look at the library now is, is uh, two ways. So if if you're engaging in that uh, exploratory phase where you just want to map out uh, you know, what's available on a subject, that's when you go to discovery. That's when you go into the library, you find the search, discovery search box, you search that, and then you're getting everything. You're, you're able to ex explore an idea. But as you gain further experience, mm -hmm. um, you might want to have a different strategy. So for instance, if you were asked in an assignment uh, to research uh, for, uh, for example, specific research methodologies, you might want to go specifically to the EBSCO academic database. Mm. That way you can narrow by uh, specific research methods. Okay. That's awesome. That's good to know. <laughs> do, do we have another guest on the line with us? <laughs> uh, my dog decided to start coughing, and uh, I can't outrun her fast enough to get into another room. The beauties of podcasts. <laughs> exactly. The beauties of doing podcasting during COVID-19 when we're all working from yeah. home. <laughs> So sorry, Paul. So sorry. <laughs> I hope he's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> That's so all right. Well, growing up in the outbacks of New Brunswick in Bear Trap Point with the crazy family I grew up with, I developed a superpower, and that was surpassing all embarrassment in life. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can handle it. When I love it. when 
when when every when every home DIY project starts with a six pack and a chainsaw, you learn some life skills. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I love it. Uh, they almost put you in the category of the librarians that have a, a show about them and they're adventurous. I'm like. You could actually join that crew, Paul. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. So, Paul, uh, how, what are the what are some new resources that you've brought into the library? I realize you're bringing some in uh, uh, constantly, but uh, uh, what are some of the more recent ones you've added? Well, we added a uh, Sage Handbook of um, Employment. Um, which is really interesting because it kind of covers sociology, psychology, business. It's, it's um, something we added recently. As well, we added, uh, again, more EBSCO products. Um, uh, in addition to the Alexander Street Press videos, we have the psych therapy videos, which are really high quality. When you select these, they just, uh, they, they, they just, uh, you know, blew me over with the quality of those videos, as well as the APA psych, psych books, handbooks uh, that we added as well. And we're always on the lookout for uh, recommendations. So when students have recommendations, they should send them in because with our new system, it makes it so much easier to add them. So whereas before somebody says, can you get this journal? Uh, if we were to add that journal, that's just another thing that another search that students would have to do on top of all the other searches but now with our new system we can just add it to discovery a single subscription to a journal to help bridge a gap in a subject is much easier now we're just pressing a few buttons it's available for everyone instantly <laughs> there's approval <laughs> you have lots lots of approval, lots of approval. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, Paul. The, I agree. The, uh, um, the videos are absolutely high quality. So for those uh, MECP students who may be listening, MECP students and faculty or anybody else who's interested uh, uh, in that subject, uh, it's really, really worth checking out the videos and the books that uh, Paul, um, Paul just mentioned. And the ones that the the dog in the background is supporting. <laughs> Podcasts need mute buttons. I'm just going to throw that out there as we're talking about improving our resources one day. Maybe we can improve this one day. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining us, Paul. Uh, I don't want to... Uh, uh, I hate to cut this short, but um, you know, our time is limited, and I don't want to run out of time for our other special guest, Aaron Hatfield. Hi, Aaron. Oh, well, Paul can have my time, too. <laughs> it's very valuable. You I should say, too, share. Paul, yeah, Paul actually has uh, produced, speaking of the marriage of communications and library services, uh, Paul's done some webinars about um, the new library that are accessible through the Yorkville YouTube channel, as well as he wrote a, a the evolution of his space there. So those are, those are additional assets that people can check out for sure. Oh, awesome. Thanks for mentioning that. So uh, Aaron, I, thanks for joining us. I don't know how, um, how much sleep you've gotten in the last six months. That's for sure. 
for for everybody who's listening. Again, Aaron is the director of communications. So, basically, any communications that you have received, uh, you know, in particular during COVID. Um, all of those fantastic messages, all everything on social media, everything on the Yorkville uh, webpage, uh, that all falls under Aaron's responsibility. Um, so, uh, first of all, a huge thanks to Aaron and her team for all of the fabulous work that they uh, have done, uh, especially around COVID, and that they uh, just continue to do in general and keeping us informed. Oh, thank you. We feel very uh, uh, fortunate in the communications department because there are such amazing uh, people and stories and students and graduates and faculty um, that we draw on to create all this awesome content. Um, so, yeah, we just feel really lucky to be able to uh, share all that content with with all of our students out there. So speaking of which, what are some of the um, some of the things that you have done over the last six months? And and, you know, maybe just to give the listeners a, an idea of, you know, how hard your team is working, um, like maybe throw out some numbers of webinars, that type of thing. Yeah, for, for sure. So, I mean, it, it's been an interesting six months for us. Um, I'll give you the number right off the bat and then I'll, I'll give you a little context to how we got there. So over the past six months, um, we've hosted nearly 500 webinars and wow. uh, we're approaching about 25,000 views on, on those. And those are live views on the webinars. <laughs> a lot of them then uh, get posted onto uh, York University's YouTube channel. Uh, some of them get turned into podcasts. And so they're, they're uh, viewed and heard by even more um, after the live stream. But um, yeah, so essentially, you know, we had ample anecdotal evidence just through discussions with students, um, you know, outreach on social media, even, you know, as, as you know, Seb mentioned, he's in the MED, uh, I did the MED. And so even through my own experience in the program, um, we could see that there was an opportunity for, for communications to really aid students in, in staying motivated, persisting in their studies, helping them get positioned to, to really be successful. Um, so, so as our, um, um, sorry, Peter, you're going to edit this a little bit, right? For sure. <laughs> I'm going to take this little bit out. Yeah. Anyway, so, you know, when, when we were faced with COVID and, and having to pivot um, a little bit of what we did to um, help motivate kind of people who were new to remote learning, because for those of you who are listening, who might not know, uh, Yorkville University has two on-campus operations uh, in BC and Ontario. So uh, we had to pivot, start having uh, meaningful connections in a virtual way with those students. And we learned a lot about the value of uh, having these online activities, uh, in particular, just helping the university community get to know a little bit more about all of the supports that are in place for them, connecting them with program advisors and connecting them with, you know, Paul and the library and, and the writing lab and the student success unit and um, um, all of these all of these supports, as well as all of the inspiring stories that they could hear about to, to keep them motivated. So that was really where we, we took our communication strategy was really just looking at how communications could help students um, stay inspired, stay active in their studies at a really challenging time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, uh, I, oh, 
Sorry, Sarah. Oh, no. I, I, I'm just listening to this, and I'm thinking of, like, Aaron, you have had uh, essentially, like, a, a, your hand on the heartbeat of what's happening with our community, right? Like, all across different campuses through the entire university. And I'm so curious to kind of know, have you seen any, like, themes emerging from all of this, you know, having this connected kind of in touch um, approach that you've had and, and, um, and really expanding all the way across. So is there any, you know, something that really came up that goes, this is really a theme that we see kind of emerging from our Yorkville community? For sure. Absolutely. So we have learned that uh, by building content around things like school procedures, social culture, um, workload. Uh, so that means tips on, you know, how to use the library. Uh, people are really interested in those practical pieces, um, you know, tips for studying online, Again, highlighting academic supports. Um, all of those pieces are communications that really help our students succeed. And you all know, you work with these students every day. Um, they are motivated, they want to succeed, and they will consume anything that we give them that will help them succeed. Um, also, in terms of just a, a trend, and, and Sarah was instrumental in launching uh, probably our most successful series of podcasts, uh, not podcasts, sorry, I've got podcasts on the brain. Um, our <laughs> most successful series of webinars, which was the MACP Insight and Inspiration series. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, we did, you know, as evidenced by that, as well as a number of uh, webinars that we had on the Toronto Film School side, we know that students also really like to hear and celebrate the successes of their colleagues, whether that be faculty, alumni, or fellow students. So they like to hear those inspirational kind of origin stories. Um, also, the, the third piece that we um, are finding people are enjoying are just those straight thought leadership kind of um, webinars where people arm us with information relevant to our area of study. Um, yeah. That it, it almost awesome. sounds like every piece of that, those three has this feeling of us essentially like supporting and, and uplifting and really creating a sense of community for our students. What, I mean, I just think that's amazing. Like I'm always amazed by your team. I'm the huge shout out because you guys are so involved and so mm -hmm. busy and yet it always comes out so beautiful. So oh, well, I love Thank that. you very much. Yeah. Thank you. I, we have some really um, wonderful team members on the communications team. We've got wonderful counterparts on the marketing team. But really, this initiative um, was so collaborative, uh, this student-facing communications initiative. It took people from every corner of the institution. Um, everybody on this podcast today was heavily involved all along the way. And it just is a testament to how bringing together bright minds in areas where they have particular expertise, pulling that all together can create really meaningful opportunities to engage and, and inspire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to add, Erin, that I, I'm really, really thankful of your expertise over the last nine months as well. I know that Student Services um, owes um, 
it is very thankful for what you've done uh, in terms of just creating the content to keep our students engaged. And I think that uh, in a way, the communications plan not only helps students feel like they're part of the community, but also it helped us feel like we are part of the community because we, as staff, we ended up all working from home. So the communication plans, the webinars, all of that has not only uh, helped the students, but I think it has also helped the the other members of Yorkville University feel like we were still part of that community, even though we're, we're working from home. So kudos, like I, I, I loved your work and thank oh, you so right. much for everything. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And you know what, we've, like I said, we've learned a, we've learned a lot over the last six months. Definitely we'll see, um, these initiatives continue in communications. It's always really important to be willing to play around with uh, content and with um, kind of distribution of content, try new things, mm-hmm. stay on top of trends. So, you know, to the individuals listening today, um, we are always looking to try new things. We're always looking to loop back with you, the community, with stakeholders to kind of talk about what's working, what you like, what what you don't like. Um, for example, um, we weren't doing podcasts. I um, was trumpeting podcasts as a potential really powerful communication tool but uh at the beginning of covid we weren't doing them and now you know we had some some you know early adopters dr hall being one of them and and now we have this this awesome podcast which will will continue um even after uh we're not working from home that's right. You, so, you were certainly on yeah. something with that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my message to the listeners is I love hearing from you. My team loves hearing from you. Um, re- always reach out. Let us know what's working for you or, or what you'd like to see in terms well, of webinars sir, and podcasts. The, sorry, that said, Erin, other than social media, uh, if students do have things that they'd like to reach out to you about, how do they get in touch with communications? Uh, well, we have a very easy email to remember. It's press at yorkvilleu.ca, and you can shoot an email there. We would be really delighted to hear from everyone um, about their ideas. And aside from that, there are uh, several social media routes that they can also take, I imagine. So Facebook or Twitter Absolutely. So sorry. Yes, I neglected to mention that my team does monitor and engage on all the social platforms. So you, you know, in communications, you can't make an assumption that people are going to go to one platform, although, you know, email is a preferred method of our students. But um, some of you really prefer to be on social media platforms. So you can send us messages through Facebook, Twitter, you can DM us on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, we just surpassed 10,000 followers on the Yorkville University LinkedIn. So thank you to everybody that's uh, joining us there. But you can also uh, send us a message there. Um, We constantly monitor all of these platforms and and we're happy to engage with you there. I just saw your announcement on LinkedIn when it said that and I was like, oh, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is it's my pretty, anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a significant milestone. Yeah, and we, we made, for those of you who didn't miss it, we made a little letter board. Um, those are yeah. popular in social I saw it too, spaces. yeah. 
So, uh, we're delighted. That's a very interesting platform, really useful for um, uh, post-secondary institutions and, and students to be on. Um, I really, if you're not on LinkedIn, you should be <laughs> to everybody out there. Aaron, what, Aaron, what about YouTube? What about YouTube? Oh, our YouTube channel is... Um, I don't, I don't know how to say it for, you know, lack of a better way of saying it's really going gangbusters right now. We are getting, you know, tens of thousands of views every single week. And that's a testament to the value of the content. Um, we always made mm -hmm. lovely videos that shared students' stories, but with the shift in focus to be more about um, persistence and, and, like I said, arming students with really great tools to succeed, uh, it, it really has elevated that space, and you'll see even more happening there. It's, a, it's going to be a big priority in, in 2021 for our team and the university across the board to really engage in, in that particular space in a meaningful way. Wow, that's great. Lots happening. That is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I had mentioned that one of the most popular uh, webinar series was the MACP Insight and Inspiration, or did I get that backwards, Inspiration and Insight? Uh, Dr. Spencer, what's that all about? Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of got a wide range, <laughs> uh, which I think, you know, kind of speaks to the hand of counseling right there. Um, and, and Aaron will probably be able to really touch on the, the range itself. But we wanted to really look at different ways to meet a um, our our students and meet our community of saying these are topics that we're interested in. These are things that are specific to you. Um, so, you know, I, I'll definitely take the opportunity to say we had the skills learning lab was on that that webinar and just introducing this brand new resource to students and saying, hey, this is coming your way. We're super excited about it. Everybody that has even gotten near me has heard me talk about it because I'm super excited about it. And um, and and Aaron, you said we have 492 people that came to that webinar. It was huge. Wow. And exciting. <laughs> so that's, that's a piece of it, but also getting people like Dr. Mark Young, I mean, a pioneer in mm -hmm. our, in our entire like field itself, hearing him talk about relationship and um, Dr. Victoria Cress, the president of the association for humanistic counseling and well-known, well-published in our field, um, highlighting her Dr. Mike Duby, a pioneer of trauma work. I mean, we, it, the list kind of goes on and on. We have really been fortunate um, to have so many people step in and share. Um, even Dr. Kelly James came in. Um, she has a national radio show about trauma and a, and a publication out that talks, why aren't you over this by now? So looking at different trauma works. So kind of meeting a sense of what our students are interested in and just expanding it. And um, I, I think, you know, when you look at our program, it's so comprehensive. And I say this all the time. It's like, it's so comprehensive. But there's still so many students who say, I'm interested in more. I want to know more. I want to hear right. these lectures. I want to hear these people talk. So um, that's that was really the spirit behind it. Mm -hmm. 
The 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 next uh, guest on the um, Insight and Inspiration series is an alumnus, um, actually. So we're really delighted to be able to feature a, a graduate of the MACP um, as a thought leader, and and her name is Julianne Nayer, Naylor. N-A-Y-L-E-R, uh, Naylor, and she's going to be speaking about understanding your purpose, um, why it matters, and, and how to do it. She's had quite a successful career since graduating, um, and she's going to share some of what, what she does. Uh, that event, for those of you listening, is on October 7th. You can watch it uh, through Zoom. You can also just tune into the Yorkville University YouTube channel, and it will be streaming live there uh, Wednesday, October 7th. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for the information. Um, so we're, uh, unfortunately, we're quickly running out of time, but uh, uh, Seb, quickly, what is new in student services in New Brunswick? What is new student services in New Brunswick? Well, we started uh, doing a welcome webinar for the first time for the AMCP students, and that was a huge success. So it's nice to share the uh, the, the Zoom stage with uh, Dr. Spencer and and with you, Dr. Hall, um, and have a chance to just chat with the incoming students. Um, I am happy to let everybody know that it's something that I want to keep doing for the rest of the times as I feel like it's a really good way to help students normalize those feelings of starting school again. And it's a great opportunity for them to get their, their uh, questions answers in terms of how things work um, within um, the program, right? So I'm really excited about that. And um, in terms of... Uh, initiatives and projects. Um, I'm always looking for ways to improve the overall experience of Yorkville University students. And uh, I'm using my Master's of Education program as our programs are practical and, and they help us grow in our professional career. I'm taking advantage of that and finding ways to um, help our students um, develop learning, uh, learning, learner autonomy and develop further skills to help them in their educational studies. So the good thing is that there's um, exciting things coming on the way, uh, the way to students when it comes to uh, stu student services. Um, there's constantly new ideas being generated and we're using this team-based approach to, uh, with all my teammates to try to uh, figure out solutions to, to some of the issues that our students are, are facing. So. Um, yeah, stay tuned for that, and, and you'll definitely be hearing from me either via email or via Moodle, as all of the students have for the last nine months. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Seb. And uh, just a reminder, how can students get in touch with student services? Of course. So um, students can get in touch with my team via the AskYU platform. And again, the AskYU platform is a, it helps us... Uh, not only uh, manage our inquiries to better assist our students, um, it also helps us track information in terms of the requests that the students are putting in. So it helps us uh, in the grand spectrum of things focus uh, or realize or identify what areas in our university in terms of our services need a little bit more uh, of attention. 
So please use the AskYU system. Um, uh, I'm happy to let everybody know in this in the po- podcast that students are using the platform more than ever now. And most importantly, especially coming from AMCP students, we're getting lots of good feedback. And I wanted to uh, thank uh, the AMCP students and all the students who have been giving feedback to my to my team or um, to the university itself because that's what helps us get better. So thank you so much for engaging. And if you're having trouble engaging, I will post something on Moodle this week uh, to uh, refresh everybody on how to access the system. That's great. Thanks, Seb. And unfortunately, this brings us to the end of yet another uh, podcast. I'd like to give a huge thank you to our special guests, uh, Aaron Hatfield, the Director of Communications, and Paul Graham, the University Librarian, and also to, um, I think, my my new regular co-hosts, uh, Dr. Sarah Stewart-Spencer and Sebastian Bustamante. And uh, finally, uh, you know, a huge thank you and shout out to you, the listeners. Uh, I'm very proud to say that uh, as of today, um, 1,052 of you have listened to this podcast. So um, we wouldn't be uh, able to continue doing this podcast if it wasn't for you listening. So thank you. Thank you very much. And we look forward to having you join us at the next one at the end of next month. Thank you, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.